And Meg has often screamed at her computer. I don't say nice words either. No, she says real trucker words. And I didn't know she was like that. I did. I'm a lady with the vocabulary of a drunken sailor. <laughs> it's because you're Australian. Yeah. This is the Travel Freedom Podcast. I'm Tomo. And I'm Megzi. And it's time to collect your ticket to world travel and a location-independent lifestyle. Every Monday, we talk travel and money. Ultimate travel hacking tips and destination advice recorded on location. We also interview digital entrepreneurs who reveal the methods to creating a location-independent online income. So subscribe on iTunes now and discover travel freedom for yourself with the Travel Freedom Podcast. This is Money Mondays, episode 052. This episode of the Travel Freedom Podcast is sponsored by World Nomads Travel Insurance, our preferred insurance company that we use ourselves. They just do better insurance, especially for long-term travelers and digital nomads. If you would like 5% off your next policy, use our link, www.travelfreedompodcast.com slash worldnomads, and our discount code is WN. 5DP. For all non-US citizens. Sorry, US citizens, if you'd like to use our link anyway, we'd much appreciate it, but we can't give you a discount due to federal law. It's your government. Silly federal law. Yeah, sorry. In this episode, we talk about authority and how it can make or break your website. And we get back to basics in the second half of this episode. For all of you who are not already hosting your own WordPress blog, we're going to run through all of the simple setup process that you need to get done to build authority on your website. Also a quick apology, some crackles and pops in this episode, for some reason there was a problem recording with our microphone, we're not really sure why, but uh, please try to ignore them. I've tried to clean them up on the audio files and hopefully they will not distract too much from the information. Hello everyone. Hello, happy Money Monday. Yes, Hi. welcome to episode 52 of the Travel Freedom Podcast. Yeah, this is an exciting one because this episode is the first of our new Money Monday core concept series. Yeah, we're going to be talking about the core elements that you need to make your online business successful. This is the stuff that everyone needs because obviously we talk about stuff for your business in every Money Mondays episode. But those different things, some of them work for some people, some of them don't work for other people. This stuff is the real core basics. If you're not doing these things, then you are probably going to be struggling. Yeah, so over the coming months, we'll be dedicating at least one episode a month, maybe more, to covering the core topics that can help turn your hobby into a paying job. That's right. So if you still haven't made your first 500 bucks online, this stuff is going to be essential to your progress. This is the stuff everyone's doing, as I said. So if you are making a steady income, maybe you're making a couple hundred bucks a month or maybe you're making a lot more than that, we still hope that we're going to give away some really cool concepts that we use and that we know all of the other top bloggers are using as well. Well, you can't know everything. So it's always yeah. good to see what other people are doing and maybe it can help you improve and you know cut down your actual workload or you know make your site run faster there's just a lot of things you know you can't do everything yeah and keeping your site running faster is something we'll be actually talking about today but that's later on so these episodes are going to be a bit of a mix of instruction but we're also going to try and get guests on so it's not going to just be us talking about it every episode we'll find some experts in specific areas of 
these core business concepts and get them on to talk about that. I think hopefully we're getting someone to talk about email lists in a few weeks and building yes. email lists because that's a really important a way to engage with your audience and make money. Most importantly, actually, uh, we saw someone else who was doing this absolutely fantastic show notes. And when we talk about, you know, what is it, Rip? What is it? <laughs> Rip, pivot, and jam. Rip, pivot, jam. Uh, so we want to start offering you guys a better show notes series as well. So instead of our regular just list of mentions and tools and, you know, links to whatever we've been talking about, our show notes are now going to be a rundown of how to achieve what we were talking about in each episode. It's going to be a bit more like a blog post. And we also want to be able to offer like free and practical PDF downloads, checklists and stuff that are going to help you put everything into action and make sure you get them done. Yeah. So for these core concepts episodes, we are going to be starting phasing that in. So if, for example, for this episode will be the first one, you can check it out, travelfreedompodcast.com slash 052. Not only will there be a summary of the key concepts we talk about in here, there will also be a PDF for you to download, which will be a checklist that will run through all the stuff that we talk about and how to put it into action. And, and you can go, yes, I've done, done that. On, oh, I, I haven't done that yet, so I'm going to actually go and do that now. And then once you get through that checklist, all your blog is going to be set up. We're going to be going into lots of details about that in this episode and in future episodes. So keep listening. While this series runs, we are also going to be continuing with our focus on entrepreneur success stories and their sort of businesses that they're running. Yeah. We want to keep that inspiration going. It's we not going to be just this blogging stuff every week. We're going to mix it up a little bit between, yeah, having this, you know, core ideas, plus also the uh, entrepreneur inspiration. Yes, exactly. And of course, our regular travel stories and of travel course. tips, because next week we are in Munich, because Oktoberfest is this month. How we could resist having an episode where we don't talk about food or alcohol in some way. Well, exactly. Got to have it. So next week, travels. we'll definitely be talking about that. But for this week... We are talking about the most important thing. We thought we'd start with the most important thing because this really draws together everything that we'll be talking about in this core concept series. And that most important thing is authority. Yeah. If you don't have authority, you don't have shit. Yeah, you're not going to be making any money. No, you, you can authority. have your site, you can be writing different articles, you can have products, you can have email lists that you're offering them something and landing pages and everything can all be there online. But if you don't have authority, nobody cares. Yeah. There's that depressing feeling where you put up like a new landing page and you get like a hundred people go to that page and zero people sign up to your email list or like one person. Yeah. You're like, oh. Nobody gives a shit. I thought just say. putting up my landing page would be enough. No, what this is, it's about authority. That is exactly what it's about. This is what we've spent three years trying to build. Really, we should have done it a bit quicker than this, but, you know, we, oh, we were new to it. Process. It's a learning process. So, you know, still, we're not the top authority on stuff, but we're getting towards doing that. That's our goal. We want to be an authority on location independence. We want to be an authority, well, on budget travel. We already are one authority on budget travel yeah. and backpacking because that is something we're really, really experienced in. And obviously now making money online, we are much more experienced in and we're helping other people do the same. Yeah. That's our authority goal. But I also think it's not just about being in a position where you can make money. It's also to be able to 
get your followers excited and have them like one of the things we really love is how you guys reach out to us on Twitter and you tweet different things and you ask us different questions or you just say, love that episode. Awesome. Doing a great job. We love hearing that sort of feedback because that's showing that we have authority and that you guys are liking what we're doing. So yeah, that we're helping you out. Yeah. We like that. That spontaneous um, appreciation is very, very awesome, and we thank you all for, for doing that. Yeah. Appreciate but speaking of authority, before we jump into the yeah. nitty-gritty of it... Because we are building some authority we next are. month. We're going to be talking at the Travel Bloggers Retreat on Copenhagen Island. In South of Thailand. On an yeah. island. Yes. Um, <laughs> go away. <laughs> it's going to be from the 5th until the 11th of October. So it's not just going to be us rambling on for seven days straight, but we will be there to do one dedicated speech and then we're just going to be around to listen to what other people have to say, have one-on-ones with you guys, have a chat, you know, have a cocktail, I don't know, whatever it is. If you want to buy us a beer, come buy us a beer. If you want to go and pick our minds about some nitty-gritty thing you heard in a previous podcast, come and do that. Yeah, just any of your questions, we want to help answer them really and we're actually going to be there for that one-on-one help which it's hard to offer across a podcast when we're just talking to a microphone. Yeah. So, yeah, that interaction, we can answer the things that you really care about. And that will be really cool. Yeah. And, of course, we've both had a lot of experience in public speaking because we're both ex-live entertainment industry. I was working on stage for years. Meg was presenting, emceeing. I've been an emcee for so long. Yes. So, we can talk some crap on stage and make it entertaining <laughs> yeah. and we intend our speech to be very entertaining i hope it's gonna be fun yeah it's good. i'm gonna we come up with some fun. like kooky slides that'll make everyone giggle exactly so we're gonna give out some good business value whilst also making it fun infotainment is what we are all about here on the podcast and in real life so yeah if you can make it to thailand and it's the week before tbex is on so if you're a travel blogger and you're going to tbex anyway it's before itb as well yeah it's going to be in singapore so if you're coming over for itb maybe do a little come a little earlier and go to the travel bloggers retreat yeah if you want to spend a week at a beachfront resort meeting other bloggers and hanging out with people like ourselves and the guys from Love and Road are going to be there. Nomad is beautiful. Nomad is beautiful is there. Travel Dave. Travel Dave. running the whole thing. Traveldave.co.uk. He's organizing it. So if you do want to get involved, all the information, prices and stuff is going to be on his website page for that. Travelbloggerretreat.com. For more info, there's a little video of Dave on there being uh, nice and sweaty. Sweaty. sweaty it's and really hot. It's really hot there, but of course, we've got a pool and the beach. And the beach. And the sea to jump But we in. did interview Dave as well, so go back and listen to episode 050, yes. Yeah, we go into more detail about the whole event. So if you haven't listened to that one yet, or it's just sitting in your little, your little download box in your iTunes, download it and have a listen. Yep, and come and join us at the beach. We'll be doing some sunset yoga. In between the business, we'll be doing some volleyball. There's volleyball set up. There's some waterfall hiking stuff going yeah. on. Yeah, it's not just about talking business. It's really going to be about experiencing the island, hanging out with the other bloggers and getting real personal feel for the whole thing, which is cool. Awesome. All right, let's talk about authority. All right. What is authority? Okay. Was that authoritative enough? That's authoritative. I'm being authoritative. Authorita. <laughs> Respect my, my authorita. authorita. <laughs> uh, it's, it's probably a bit obvious to most of you, but in the context of a blog, it's good to understand specifically what it is that we're talking about. 
Authority is about creating a position of trust and knowledge that your readers have, or maybe your listeners, if you yeah, have a podcast going, your readers. You've or got if to, you're on YouTube, whatever. Got to help people go, yeah, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. That's what you want. That's I want to hear more. I'm so, I like what you have to say. I want to hear more. Exactly. If people go away from your blog going, yeah, I like what this guy's saying or this girl's saying, like, yeah, yeah that's what you want. So naturally, very first, you have to start with genuine knowledge on your topic. You can't just black it. No, people are going to spot you out if you're full of shit. Oh, and there are some people that are really <laughs> full of shit out <laughs> Let's there. Let's not mention any names. I'm not mentioning names, but oh my God, they've been coming up are. lately. They just spout a bunch of opinionated crap. And they just have yeah. no idea what they're talking about. No matter about. how strongly you believe in something, I'm going to use Jenny McCarthy as an opinion here. I know there's a, <laughs> a few people who might be listening who agree with not vaccinating their children, but every shred of scientific evidence points to that being ridiculous. Do not listen to Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. I don't want to get too political, but I think she's a good case in point for someone who's come out and gone, as a mother... I don't think you should vaccinate your babies. And then loads of kids are now getting tuberculosis and shit. Vaccinate your babies, people. Exactly. And no, don't no, put something on your blog about vac not vaccinating babies when you don't know anything about it. If you know about the science and you're a scientist and you can provide strong scientific evidence behind your reason to not vaccinate babies, awesome. Do it. Provide a really good post on that. Provide the articles and journals that prove it. I'll read it and I'll go, cool. Now I'm going to look at those journals and see if you've got a point. Because exactly. actually you're making a real case, not just, well, I think like one of my friend's kids got sick anyway because of the, like, yeah, statistically, blah, blah, blah. Let's not get into anyway, the politics of it. I think you hopefully understand what I'm talking about. Point, Don't know. be Jenny McCarthy. She gets support for being a celebrity idiot, not for being in any way authoritative. But yeah, simply knowing about your topic is not going to be enough. What You've got to think about everything that exists around your content. So does your site look professional? Yeah, that's something we'll be talking about today. Yes, yes. Everything you do on your site can subtly add, subtly, subtly, add to your authority. The language you use, the style, the offers you make, and the way you make them. This is all really important to create a full package. Yeah, it's all about the complete package when it comes to authority, for sure. So... The main reason you want to have this, maybe this will be obvious, maybe it won't, but let's touch on it quickly. The position of authority gives you trust to your readers. I think we mentioned that already. The important part about that is, of course, that having trust means you have influence. And influence means what you say matters. If what you say matters, then companies will want to work with you. Readers will want to come back for more. And visitors will become customers. That's the point. That's it. That's it. Like, that's the magic word. That's it. I've just put it really simply there. You might have understood what that was already, but hopefully that really solidifies why authority is so important. I think it's really important for people, even if you do know it, to go back and look over it again, to just get that firmly in your head how important authority and influence is. Yeah, and once you have that authority, money can flow in your direction, as can respect and success. That's the whole point. Yeah. So with zero authority... If no, you recommend, a, anyway. yeah, if you no, recommend a product, why is anyone going to buy it from you unless you've got authority? It's like you can have a really awesome headline for your book, like 100 ways that you will save $1,000 on your next flight, which is obviously a preposterous suggestion because that's like impossible unless you... Like, well, just like, think what? of all those, like, those headlines. People won't believe you. Those headlines that are out there that are like, oh, I was 
you know, going to go to the shops and buy some chocolate, but what happened next will bring you to tears. And then you like click on it and the article has nothing to like, you, they just lose all authority. Like, so you come up with some big ta-da headline and then the article is shit and you'll go, I'm never clicking on that, you know, on your articles again. Yeah. Authority is not about a quick, a quick buck. It's about building a reputation. So, and speaking of which, here's probably the most important question you're going to be asking right now. If you did understand the earlier concepts already before we even spoke about them, you're going to know, well, what about getting authority? What's the answer to that? Fairy godmothers. Fairy godmothers. No, there is no quick answer to getting authority. Um, In fact, building authority is what every one of these episodes that's coming up about core concept is really going to be about. We want to talk about all those different things that come together to build that authority. It's the complete package. Yeah, absolutely. Also putting in time to get respect from your peers, building reputation, it's consistency, it's quality. These are all really important things as well because your peers, although you know you might be technically in competition with them, they can also help build you up. So you need to have their respect. Yeah, uh, really understanding the niche you're in, being confident and accurate about how you convey your understanding of that and when you produce content. Just yeah, just thinking like because, I know, let's talk about travel. Let's say you've been to a few countries and you've got an opinion about somewhere that you've been. Everyone deserves an opinion and you're free to express it. But what authority have you got? Say you've been to five countries. What authority have you got to say Greece is the best country in the world, for example? I love Greece. I think it's one of the most interesting countries to visit. But what authority do I have to say that? I've been to like 60 countries. Between the two of us, we've been to over 80 countries uh, we've got a bit more authority on choosing whether Greece is a good choice. It's a good choice, but we still keep finding countries that we fall in love with. Yeah, there's always new places to explore. We don't have 100% authority unless we've been everywhere. Ever. And even then, it's still just an opinion what we like. But we express why we like it as well. Anyway, that's, you know, I'm getting off topic a little bit here. That's just an example. But yeah, you want to be grabbing people's attention. You want to be keeping it. You want to be proving why your opinion counts. Yeah, and we want to cover all of these topics and and a few more as we go along through this series. So hopefully we will cover it all for you so you have a complete understanding. Let's hope so. But today, step one is about presenting yourself as a professional. And online, this means having a blog or website that says authority. Not in big, bold words on the front page, silly. (laughs) It's just, when you land on that page, people need to go, okay, this is a real blog. We've all landed on those pages that looked like they were built like 20 years ago, and they just look like shit. And you instantly go, I don't believe you. No. Green, green background with pink scriptive text. Yeah. That sort of thing. You just go, oh, my God. oh no. Oh yeah. no. That's awful. You clearly haven't, you know, updated your site. You know, it's just, no, I'm not going to believe anything you say. So these are all sort of really important things. But in order to get those successful sites, there are a couple of things you need to put in place first. So let's talk about Yeah, those. actually, the real core thing you need first that we believe is. It's key to having authority is that your starting point is you've got to have your own hosted site. A lot of people are still using like Blogspot or Blogger, or if they're using WordPress.org, their site name is like myamazingtravels.wordpress.org. Let's face it, that sort of site name screams hobbyist. I mean, it's not about your personal site brand. Your personal site brand may be fantastic, but it is about the fact that when companies look at that, they'll go, 
this person just writes fun stuff for their friends and family. That's a hobby blog, you know. Yeah, if you eventually want to start working with companies, you know, if you're in travel tourism boards and stuff like that. Or whatever niche you're in. It's not just about travel. No, just using but yeah, that as an if example. yeah, if you're wanting to work with different companies and bigger brands, you need to look the part. You need to look professional, otherwise they're just going to ignore you. Yeah, and that domain name, saying that you're on just a, a group blog platform, that yeah. instantly says hobby. So, you know, there's this staggering statistic that more than 80% of bloggers never make more than $100 ever. I don't mean per month. I mean they will never make more than $100 no matter what ebooks they try to sell on their website or whatever. So you've got to get off that hobby blog look for people to take you seriously and get yourself in the pro circle. And um, there are a few exceptions. I've seen a couple of yeah, people who are getting like, you know, 50,000 views a month on there. It's because they like started in the very beginning and they're like, this is working yeah. for me. This is where my people are. This is where I stay. But majority, first. Yeah, majority of serious bloggers are running their sites independently and not through a blogging network. Yeah. And having an independent blog gives you real flexibility, gives you control over your site. There's a whole lot of options that if you haven't got an independent blog yet, you just won't know that they even exist. There is so much stuff that we can do now that we're independent, where our very, very, very first blog, which was like four years ago, <laughs> yeah. which was just a personal blog for our friends and family, was, you know, there was nothing going on there. Nothing at all. But you've got to think of it this way. It's like upgrading to hosting is like buying a storefront rather than just running it out of your lounge room. It's like, yeah. you want to open up like, a craft brewery and you can either just like brew some beer in your lounge room or you can actually go professional yeah. and not just have your mates come around to your house on a Saturday. Yeah. You might make the best beer in the world, but if it's just 10 of your mates coming around to your, your lounge for the weekend, then you got to get yourself so yeah. front to be yeah. authority. So beer. Uh, I had you, to bring up beer at some you got to bring up beer. That's an important <laughs> thing to reference because you know, this is a money episode. So we should talk about beer. Craft beer especially. <laughs> yes. You might already have your own independent site set up. And so in that case, the following information might not be completely essential to you, but uh, you might also find our results from our own hosting pretty interesting because we get about a hundred page, a hundred thousand pages, sorry, a hundred, a hundred page views a so month. So successful. Uh, we get about a hundred thousand page views a month across the sites that we run. And we're still on shared hosting for $3.95 a month. Cheap. Cheap. Yeah. We have also done a lot of optimization to make this happen. Um, we'll mention that during this section. Yeah. But yeah, so if you do already have your own independent site, you might want to listen to a bit about our case study about where we are. And if you don't, well, shit, you've got to listen to the rest of this because you need to get yourself set up. If you want to get taken seriously, really important stuff. So when you hear terms like $100 startup thrown around, you might be thinking to yourself, cool, uh, this is going to be really easy. It's not going to cost me very much. In fact, if you've read Chris Guillebeau's book, or if you haven't read it, it's called A Hundred Dollar Startup. You should read it. It's actually really good. Very fascinating read. It's one read. of the first books we read, yeah. actually. Fascinating read about entrepreneurs starting successful companies with minimal investment. So, you know, they did it with less than a hundred dollars, but if you want to mm, go... No. It, yeah, no. Some of the people in the book didn't. As far as I remember, and it was about four years ago when I read the book, some of the people in there didn't start businesses with $100. Some of them invested more than $100. 
it's the concept that counts and it's a catchy title. It is. The point yeah. is, yes, if you're just going to buy a domain name, get some hosting and install a free WordPress theme, then yeah, you can just about get your business started for $100 online. Sure. That's really basic. And honestly, there are very few people I know who are successful that have just spent $100 and had it all done. Yeah, but we personally use a bunch of other tools, both paid and free, that help save us a lot of time. So, it, and it also improves the user experience as well. It's not just for us, it's just to help our readers and everything. So this makes our site better, more professional, but it does cost money sometimes. Yeah, so my estimate for how much you're gonna spend in the first month to get up and running with a pro site rather than just something really basic, probably closer to $400. You could probably do it for 300 or maybe 250. Depends how much you wanna spend on your theme and all that, Yeah. You know, whether you get discounts on your, your hosting and all that sort of stuff. We're gonna talk about those elements as we go through this episode, as we also yeah. talk in other episodes about the different tools we use. We'll talk about what we think is essential and what's sort of less important. But on top of that initial investment, then you're also probably gonna be paying a bit a month, a bit of a sort of a monthly fee of maybe 50 to $100. I think ours is probably closer to $100 a month because we're using quite a few tools, which still isn't really that much money. There's a few more I'd like to use. Yeah, yeah there is some other <laughs> I stuff. I could go nuts with some of the ones that are out there these days that just make my life so much easier, which I like that. Yes, but today we're gonna to talk about the core stuff, the first bits you have to have, hosting, domain names, and WordPress. If we get time, we might talk about some themes as well at the end. Otherwise, that's going to be going into a separate episode. We're going to see how we go. So yeah, if you want big companies and readers to take you more seriously and to see you as a pro blogger rather than a hobbyist, then you need to be hosting your blog on your own domain. Now, most of you might understand what hosting is already. If you don't, quick summary, hosting is where your blog lives. It's where all your photos and content get uploaded to. It's where people can come and get the content. You know, it's a conduit for everything that you do. So you just have to have it. If you are on something like Blogspot, Blogspot is hosted. It's just you're not the one dealing with the hosting. But when we're talking about self-hosting and having your own pro blog, this is what we're talking about, hosting it yourself rather than letting them host it. Yeah, so as we mentioned before, we are personally on Bluehost. Uh, so still on shared hosting for $3.95 a month. Nice. Yeah. So shared hosting means you have a number of other blogs on your hosting as well, and you all share the same resources. So naturally, the downside to that is if a blog is sucking up the resources, your site's going to run slower. Mm, yeah, but the upside is it costs a fraction of the price. Non-shared hosting options start from, I mean... There are some really cheap ones for about $10. I don't know how good they are, but sort of like $20, $25 a month is pretty typical for a non-shared hosting, and then it only goes up from there. But, um, you know, what does this really mean for the speed of your blog anyway if you're on shared hosting? As we said, we actually get 100,000 pa 100, pages. Why, are you Why do doing I keep trying this? to say 100 pages? <laughs> It's 100,000 page views per month. We get 100 page views. You're trying views. to diminish our authority. I'm diminishing the authority completely. We're terrible. We already get 100 page 100 views. page views a month. And like 50 comments on one, one post. 100 page views for the entire website. It makes a lot of sense. You know, those numbers add up. Great. So that's a lot of traffic for shared hosting. Uh, we're going to have to upgrade pretty soon because our site can be a little slow during peak times now. It's a bit frustrating. And of course, that puts 
users off, it also diminishes your authority if your site's a bit slow. So we do want to upgrade it, but oh God, we've been doing so many other tasks and upgrading takes time. So, But the basic thing is if you have a much smaller site, much less traffic than what we do, you'll be absolutely fine using yeah. the shared hosting. And it still gives you plenty of time to grow. So when you do get there, you can look at other options, but it, it's a basic start point. If like for us on Bluehost, we could upgrade to Bluehost's next package up, which is like 25 bucks a month. And if I wanted to do that, then it would actually be really easy because I just click a button and they move everything. So we might do that, but also like Bluehost's shared package is like one of the best value for money ones. That's why we moved to it. Yeah. Um, but for the other posting, I don't know yet because I haven't done my full research. But yeah, if you're getting started and that's what we're talking about today, really, Bluehost Shared is great. But with Bluehost, it's also not, like with the shared hosting, it's not just about the traffic. It's also about site optimization. Yeah, so, this is the reason we're doing pretty well. Yeah. We have optimized our site. Like if we had that many page views and we hadn't done any optimization on our site, then the Bluehost thing would probably be crashing by now and going, guys, you got to upgrade. So some of the things that they offer as part of the package are the reason that it works, which is great because it means you're getting extra stuff for your $3.95 a month. It's still like, yeah, amazing value. One of the things that they offer that's just included is a CDN, which is a content delivery network. And our one with Bluehost is on Cloudflare. The basic package is free. It's great, and essentially it copies all of our photos onto this content delivery network, and it does that automatically, so that instead of them being served by our Bluehost package, it gets served from somewhere else. This reduces all of the problems with Bluehost and all the shared hosting, and it also means that the site loads faster for everyone. So it's a win-win situation right there. Yeah, and we also do have things like sidebar ads and some other photos and stuff that are on our Google Plus account. So we've sort of got things spread out in different places, so it's not putting all the pressure just on the host. It just comes from all different areas, and it all comes together to make the beautiful little blog with the less amount of stress possible. It may sound a little bit complicated. Actually, it's relatively simple. We just host a few things on Google Plus that are like, Stuff that appears on every single page of our website, like logos and sidebar ads, like they get hosted separately so that they don't take as much stuff from Cloudflare, so Cloudflare isn't being stressed, Bluehost isn't being stressed, it all comes together. And we've, we've sort of been consistent with doing that across all our sites so that everything keeps the sites loading a bit faster. Yeah. One of the other big things, I'm gonna mention this now, but we'll also talk about this when we talk about WordPress plugins in a different episode, is we use WordFence. And not only does this protect your website against hacking attempts, it also stops people who are like robots trying to get into the back end of your WordPress and like crash all of your information. It does loads of stuff to protect your site, but it also has a cache function and cache function essentially means that it changes the way that your content is served. I don't want to get into the technicals because really it's dull as hell and it will go over your head. But all you need to know is that by caching your content, it makes your site run faster. When I installed this plugin, it cut our server response time, which is the time it takes for the person to initially click, I want to talk to you, to your website, to your server for the server to go, someone's talking to me. That's it, that's it. So it's different from load time, which is the total time your page takes to load. It's just the time that your server goes, oh, someone wants some information, I better send that to them. Um, essentially, it made it five times faster overnight. 
And I've got this tool called Pingdom. You can look on Google for Pingdom. It's on the show notes as well, which actually monitors that. And I've got a very clear, like the second I turn this on, it went from like 2.5 seconds to 0.5 seconds. It's pretty impressive. That just instantly, overnight, just by installing this plugin. It just means that your site is gonna get served faster. Faster response time means that your server reacts quicker. And this is still on shared hosting for $4 a month. <laughs> this is insane. I don't know if anyone else is getting these sorts of results because I haven't really discussed it with people. But I've, most people, what I have discussed is like, at what point do you upgrade? And people are saying like 50,000 page views or a little bit under. Somewhere between 25 and 50,000 page views is when you should be upgrading. We're at 100,000. So I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah. I can't guarantee because every Bluehost shared host that you're on will be a different shared host. You don't know who else is on it. You could find it's not quite as good, but they have a refund policy. We'll talk about that in just a second. Um, so if you do end up on a Bluehost thing and you, you don't find it as successful as we found ours, you can just opt out and get refunded a large proportion of your yeah. money. We, but when, you won't notice it when you're starting out. If you've got 10,000 pages, you won't even notice. No, we've pretty problems. much found that Bluehost is pretty good for smaller sites and affordable. Amazing for us. It's good for us and it's incredibly affordable. We have had a few negative stories. We don't want to diss anyone out too much because we obviously haven't tried them, but GoDaddy, which has a similar price point, we've had not had great stories from them hosting-wise. We also started with IX Web Hosting, which was shite. Terrible. Shison. Oh, Shisenhausen. Yeah. It's mainly terrible because I used to have a website for music when I was a singer, and I had that as my hosting back before Bluehost and WordPress were really a thing. So I already had that hosting. I'd already bought like two years up front or whatever. Yeah. And and so we went, okay, we'll stay on here. And it just was the biggest nightmare. Getting our website off there took ages. Oh, Had to get a friend yeah. to like do all this database stuff to get the database they off. They were not willing to let us go. They did not want us out of that product. They wanted to lock us in. It's awful, terrible. IX web hosting, do not go with them. It's like some 1998 web host. But yeah, we moved to Bluehost in 2014. At that point, I think we had about 25,000 page views a month. That was about just over a year ago, and now we're sort of close to 100,000. See, we've had quite a lot of growth in the last year. Um, back then when we moved, it went from the IHEX web hosting thing that was crawling at 25,000 through to now even still with this much traffic. Yeah, Bluehost is doing a great job for us. So we love that. Another tool that we use is called WP Manage. That, let us, that lets you clone your site from wherever you are now. If you wanted to move to Bluehost, for example, if the place you're on at the moment you're not quite happy with or it costs a lot more than this, um, we'll talk about that in another episode. But WP Manage, I'll put that in the show notes, lets you move a site from one host yeah. to another. But yeah, getting off topic, that's complicated advanced stuff for the, you know, <laughs> anyone who does advanced yeah, listeners We listening. did mention before that we pay $3.95 a month. That's actually a discounted price. We should mention that. Yeah. Uh, the normal price is $4.95 per month. But if you do use a, an affiliate link. On uh, our show notes. Maybe our affiliate link. <laughs> Preferably our affiliate link. That would be it. great. Uh, you can get the $3.95 monthly discount price. That's just what they offer. Yeah, as you guys know already, we use affiliate links because that's one of our revenue streams. And, you know, that helps us out. It supports the podcast, supports our blogs, keeps us running. As we've explained, Bluehost has been great to us. We've loved it. We're not recommending it to make a percentage on your $3.95 a month. No, we actually use it. We actually That's what we do. It. We tell you about stuff we actually use. And but if it's shit, we tell you it's shit. And if it's good, we tell you it's well, good. If it's shit, we generally don't recommend it. 
No, we don't that's, recommend that's it. That's why we're saying probably don't bother going with iExpert hosting, hosting or GoDaddy because these people have affiliate programs as well, but we don't like them that much. No. So we don't recommend them. As we, we said, yeah, there's a partial refund. We yeah. should mention that. Yeah. Yeah. If you do sign up with Bluehost, they have this sort of pro rata refund. So if after eight months you decide, well, it's not really working out, I want the rest of my year back. They will refund some of the money. It's not all the money, of course, because you'll have been using the service. But make sure you check the terms and conditions before you sign up because they do change these things. That is the package we signed up with. We've had no reason to leave so far, but we signed up for three years because that got us the best, best, best price. Yeah. And like three years at three ninety five a month. What is that? That's like $160 or something, just off the top of my head. Yeah, no. So... That's what I mean, yeah. If you want to do your setup and get the cheapest monthly price and you're in it for the long haul to really make this a pro thing, sign up for the three years rather than signing up for one year where you're probably paying a bit more. I don't know what the exact price is. It's still cheap. Whatever you do, it's still cheap. So, But if oh, we yes. now have our hosting, yes, what is the done. next step? Domain name. Oh, your www.choosewesomefirsttime.com. Yes, choose awesome. Get that. We should get that. We should get we'll, that. We'll get that. Wait, before we don't put get it. Don't, that's what we want. No, seriously, we have spoken about this previously about how pissed we are that we chose Five Dollar Traveler. It has just stuck us into a little budget bubble that we're trying to escape from. So think carefully about what it is you choose. If you happen to choose, you know, sexy beach babe in bikini.com and then you get older and you get fat and you're not wearing bikinis so much and maybe, I don't know, you become a mom or you yeah. don't want to be seen that way, then you're stuck with that blog name and you've built up all of this stuff to just be like, I don't like want to be have. that anymore. Exactly. We don't want to be super budget anymore. We want to have variety. Yeah. In what we talk about, but we've got ourselves stuck. So choose wisely, people. But look, branding is such a big topic. We're going to do a whole episode on branding. I think we've talked about it in bits and pieces in different episodes, but we've never done like a whole consistent no, we episode. Focus on it. Yeah. That's definitely one of our core concept episodes, and that will be coming up in the next couple of months. But if you're sitting here now going, but I don't want to wait, I want to do it today, then... <laughs> Uh, just a couple of really quick tips when you're choosing your brand. So, for example, our, our website name is $5dollarTraveler.com. The word traveler in UK English has two L's. In American English, it has one L. We had to buy both domains. We've now bought both domains. But basically, like, oof, rookie mistake. Why would you choose a word that doesn't translate across all English languages? And, uh, Americans get so confused. Plus like before we bought before we bought the, the the American spelling domain, people were like, "We can't find your site." Oh, and it's yeah, like, crap like that. two L's. I'm like, why would you put two L's? Because that's how dollars spelt everywhere. But Traveler the US. is spelt, not dollar. Oh. Dollar has two L's everywhere. Oh. Let's not confuse everyone. We have broken. I think it's one of those today. days. We just come back for a big week in Bulgaria of just drinking and eating. And <laughs> now we're having to come back to work and going, "Oh my god." Like, how can I concentrate? So, anyway, yeah. Focus. And also, $5travelercom well, is it the number five or the word five? Oh, we chose the word five. And now this is confusing we're people. We're so stupid. Yeah, this is terrible. We had this no is, idea. No, we started off not knowing what we're, what we're doing. You. We're warning you now. So make sure the words that you choose work well together. Also, something that we did get right probably by accident is $5 traveler. Every word 
the last letter of the previous word is different from the next word. Because yeah. if you had like five traveler ringer, I don't know, I'm just making crap up. Well, you know, like traveler ringer, it would just say traveler ringer. And then people start to go, what is this actually saying? I don't know. They can't figure out from your domain name what the name of your website actually is. That's a disaster. I think, isn't there one? I don't know what it is. It's like cat's anus or something. It's supposed to be like, I can, like, I can assess. And actually it just says, I cat's anus. <laughs> I know there's a few like that. And I don't know what they actually are because I didn't research this. Because we're now vamping. We vamp all the time. We don't actually plan everything that we can say. <laughs> but you know what I mean? If your website domain could be read differently from how you're reading it, and you'll find it really hard to spot that because you're so consumed with what your website no, domain is. it was from Arrested Developer, where he's oh, yeah. a, it comes out anal Arrested rapist. Arrested Development? Oh yeah, it comes out anal rapist. Anal rapist. <laughs> I can't think of what it is, but he's got this Please tweet number plate that says anal rapist, and he's like something else. I'm going to have to Google that. All right, you Google that whilst I keep talking. All right. Um, if you, also, if you know it, tweet us at, at mytravelfreedom. <laughs> what is anal rapist? What's it actually? What arrested developer. What is he actually supposed to be saying? And one final branding tip, so we'll do real specifics in another episode on this. I'm sort of forgetting because we just majorly distracted ourselves. Other branding tip is, yeah, what we said before briefly is make sure whatever name you choose is flexible enough that it does not capture you in a niche but it does say enough about who you are so that people know what niche you're in. So it could be like, yeah, like Travel Dave, as we were talking about Travel Dave earlier, it says Dave's a traveler. It doesn't say what sort of travel he does. It doesn't say that he's budget travel. It just says Dave travels. At any point, traveldave.co.uk could become freaking luxury travel. Dave goes to five-star hotels. I mean, who knows? He can do anything. That's a really flexible brand. It's a personal brand. If he ever wanted to make it non-personal and not about himself and to get someone else to be running it for him and him not to be on it, then he's got a problem. But generally, if you're starting a personal brand, you're probably going to keep that as a personal brand for a long time. So if you did ever have to upgrade, that might be a long way in the future and you get away with that. Have we figured out what the anal rapist is about? It was an anal rapist. So he was like an analysis and a therapist, and he'd mix, like... <laughs> anal rapist. Anal rapist. Oh, love it. There are, others, there are others out there that are serious businesses, though, that have actually managed <laughs> yeah. to screw this up. So we were saying earlier about GoDaddy not being our preference for hosting. We don't think it's got good reviews really um, but for getting domain names and of course you are going to have to go and buy your own domain name normally they cost like 10 to 15 dollars but if you go to google and just type in something like domain name or buy domain name into google at the top of google there's going to be a bunch of ads that are going to come up and if you do it at least once or twice because godaddy has so much advertising budget eventually one of those ads is going to say get your domain name on GoDaddy for 99 cents. There are a few other companies that also offer this. We've gone with GoDaddy. Just, you know, do the search, choose whatever you want. But yeah, you get your first domain name for 99 cents. So yeah. your first year, if you then change your mind and you think, oh, this is a shit domain name, actually, I'm gonna get something else. You only paid 99 cents? It costs you 99 cents. It actually does cost you more money every year after that you do keep it. Yeah, it will go up to like 10 bucks. It might go up to a bit more than that. I should actually mention that when you sign up with Bluehost, I'm pretty sure they normally give you a free domain for the first year anyway. So if you're only starting one site, 
just get your free domain. Uh, in future years, they are going to charge you above the going rate for that. That's how they make their money back. It's going to be 15 bucks. I don't know if there's a way. I think you can say no to it if you want and then go and get your 99 cents domain. But we're talking about a couple of bucks either That's way. Like a year. So whatever. Bucks a year. Yeah, $15 a year. I mean, these things don't cost a lot of money. Just saying that if you wanted to buy up like five different domain names on GoDaddy because you weren't quite sure which one was going to be the one you're going to go with and you don't want to lose them, then 99 cents a pot. Yeah, of course. And then just don't renew them at a later date. Also, when you go through GoDaddy, they are notorious for upselling yes. when you don't want it. So if you get to your cart at the very end and there's like it's way more than you'd expect it to pay, just check through the cart to make sure that they haven't upselled you a bunch of shit you don't want. Yeah. De Deselect them and it should come back to the 99 cents. Yep, really easy. That's it. You got to pick up your domain name, choose wisely. Choose very we wisely. We have warned you. And yeah, that's it. It will be added. You have to do this thing called moving name servers. Just if you don't get it direct with Bluehost, if you do with Bluehost, it'll just do it for you automatically. That's one benefit of just having it done. If you don't, you have to change your name server over to Bluehost. Look that up, search that term. I'll also put that in the PDF document that we're giving away. Technical stuff. Technical stuff. I will mention will that in the PDF document you. that you have to make sure you transfer your name server. If you don't do that, your website will not work. It just will not work at all. So, all right. Yeah. Let's get on to the big thing that pretty much every blogger is going to use. Yeah. There are a few different options actually for controlling your, your blog and operating your blog. But really, most people use WordPress, and you've probably all heard of WordPress. So probably, if this you're not is using simple. it already, you've probably already heard of it. It just organizes all of your content, photos, everything. It gets you online. It's without you know needing to know code. Yeah, this which is, is a nightmare. Yeah, code sucks. So this is the thing that sits between Bluehost, where your hosting is, and where a thing lives, and this is the thing that makes it accessible to real human beings. That's what WordPress does. It manages all of your content as well. It makes it really easy to keep your stuff organized. It's awesome and it's, it's free. Really easy to use. It's really, free. really free and really, really, really the best thing to Even use. Even I reckon. can use it. <laughs> so you can use it. You can write all your articles in there. Although we actually write our articles on like our computer and then we copy and paste them in because it's, safer, it's safer. Like the autosave function works most of the time, but occasionally you lose stuff and then you're like, I want to kill someone. <laughs> Yeah, she's a little bit below the lady line. <laughs> she's, when I'm angry, when you're angry, I'm perfectly lovely every other time. Of sure, day. sure. <laughs> so yeah, if you are signing up with Bluehost, once again, they've made it super, super easy. There is a one-click install for WordPress. All you need to do is, once you log into your Bluehost dashboard, is you go to the option that says, click this now to install WordPress, and you click it, and it installs it. Ta-da! Saves you a ton of time. There's a couple of little settings like where you add what you want your password and logins to be. I recommend that you do change that to something custom. Don't just use the basic one because the basic one is going to be some ridiculous password like X279 exclamation mark. Little and uppercase and lowercase. You'll forget it. But you'll probably even forget to write it down when you do it and then you'll go to log in for the first time three minutes later and go, yeah. oh, 
I already have to reset my own passwords. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do not go with Bluehost and you do have to set it up manually, WordPress does offer full tutorials. So if this is all like, a, if you don't have it set up yet and it's all a little bit too confusing, there are full tutorials yeah. there to help you out. It's a follow the dots sort of thing. The very first time I did it, like three years ago, I didn't get it done instantly. It did take me like half an hour, but you will get it done. And it's useful to know how to do some of this stuff. Honestly, like Bluehost, come on. Like, have we not pushed this enough? <laughs> like just, seriously. We found that it made, has made it a lot easier for us. Yeah. And it's just better than having to waste $100 or something to pay someone else to do it. It's better to just have it all there as one nice little package. Yeah, a lot of people offer this, will install WordPress for you. Really guys, it's really easy, especially with Bluehost. Even Bluehost offer this service of like, we'll get it all set up and we'll put your plugins for you. And, and it's like a hundred bucks. It's good to learn yourself. I yeah, think. do it yourself. It's good to know some basics. You don't have to learn everything about WordPress and the back end because seriously, some of it is very dull unless you're into that sort of shit. But yeah, don't, you don't need to waste a hundred dollars paying someone else to do it unless you're completely clueless and just haven't got the time or the interest. But okay, so your website is set up. Now, I think we are going to leave talking about themes and such for another episode because really it's quite a big topic. And themes are fun to talk about themes because it's fun. about making your site pretty. So just as a quick sum up for themes, essentially we use Optimize Press. That'll be in the PDF document that's like the quick setup guide that's going to be on the show notes, travelfreedompodcast.com slash 052. Optimize Press is like a complete system that not only runs your blog theme, but it also makes all your landing pages. These are some complicated terms if you are sort of only just getting into hosting your own this blog. This is why we need to do a whole separate podcast. There will be a whole separate podcast on it because it's just so much stuff to take in. We do not want to overload you right now. You just need to get your hosting set up and get your WordPress installed. You can install a basic theme, or I'm going to give you a quick tip because you might not want to wait a few weeks to start installing themes. You can go to Theme Forest, and I'll put a link to that in the show notes and in the PDF as well. Theme Forest is the site that sells themes that are out of the box. They cost about $40 to $70. All of our themes that aren't optimized press, and I say optimized press is a complete management system rather than just a front-end theme. So instead of just making your blog looks pretty, optimized press does loads of other shit, which is why we use it. And it's really good value for money as well. But if you just want to get your site up and looking nice, and you want to get a theme on there right away, rather than using one of the cheap, crappy, or free themes that really don't look that good, and it's a waste of time setting up a blog with a free theme if you're then going to upgrade to a new theme. Because it's it hours of work to set up the free theme. And then two months later, you're going to go, my blog looks really generic and crap. Yeah. You can also go through Theme Forest and just have a look. You can do like this interactive where you can see how the theme will run, what it offers, whether or not it's you yeah. know got a you good mobile response. Yeah, you can They're play live with demos. It. Yeah, so you can see whether or not it's something that you like, see whether or not it's going to be something good for you and your product. They also have different category so if you want to set up an e-store kind of thing where you're directly going to be selling products then you need that sort of theme if you're going to have a bit more of a, a literary blog where you're going to be doing a lot more writing and that sort of stuff then they have you know blogs that are just like that we even got one for our podcast we specifically yeah. went to 
theme for us to actually look up a podcast theme that because we were using it on Five Dollar Traveler and it just didn't look good. It didn't look good because people couldn't really access the podcast in a streamlined way that yeah. was easy to follow. If you haven't been and checked out our new theme, head to travelfreedompodcast.com and have a look at our new podcast theme and see what you think. Yeah, it's a combination of a podcast theme and optimized press. So the homepage and some of the landing pages are optimized press. So the stuff where you're signing in to get a free copy of our action plan, our location independence action plan, if you don't have that already, you can get that at travelfreedompodcast.com slash action plan. That'll also show you what our landing page looks like so you can get a better idea of that before we end up talking about that in a future episode. And yeah, you can see the difference between the bit where the theme is our show notes episodes and you can listen to the episode and get all the notes and the sidebar and the bits where there's a page offering you the action plan and those sorts of things. So yeah, take a look on Theme Forest if you want. Just you don't have to buy today or anything. Just have a play I find around. I fun just shopping through. Yeah, Meg wastes loads of time just shopping through themes <laughs> rather than actually getting work done. Because <laughs> I like the design aspect of setting up a blog. <laughs> I like making it pretty and coming up with different designs. I'm the design person, so, so I enjoy that. But well, no, you're the technical design person, and I'm yes. the one like do it in this teal. No, not that teal, the other teal I meant before. This font. That's this font. font. No, that font doesn't work. So that's what I do. So, and then Tom makes it all work. Okay, so let's summarize up this episode. Essentially, Bluehost is where your site lives. That's where all your content gets uploaded to. WordPress manages how you upload your content and how your readers will be served your content. And ThemeForest is actually the thing that makes your blog look pretty. There are other places to get themes if you like, or you can use a free one if you really want, I just don't think you should. But we love ThemeForest, we think it's the best one, it's what we've used for all of our themes. And Optimize Press lets you add the professional elements like all the landing pages, various sign-up boxes, it also can manage the look and feel of your blog if you don't want a separate theme. Does loads of stuff, really, really good, and we'll talk about all of that theme stuff and the optimized press stuff and even some of the other options to do with making your website look good and getting your landing pages and opt-in boxes so that people will sign up to your email list. We'll talk about all that stuff in the next Core Concepts episode, which is episode 056. That's coming up in a few weeks' time. If at any point earlier in this episode I said episode 058, it's not! It's episode 056. We are cray cray today. We have definitely had a mental time drinking too much in Bulgaria and now our brains are obviously frazzled and we I need to actually get back Euro to work. beers. Oh, one euro beers everywhere. Everywhere. It's good beer too, actually. But yeah, makes and like beer. 50 mil shots of rakia for one euro. Like one shot of that and you're like, oh my God. Bye-bye. I'm already wasted. See you later. So yeah, that's the Core Concepts episode coming up. We don't want to do too many core concepts episodes back to back because we know not everyone is starting out. Some people are a little bit further along and we don't want them to get bored. So in next week's episode, we're back to travel rather than money, of course. Money Mondays, Travel Mondays. Episode 53 is a Travel Mondays and we are visiting Munich. Yes, Oktoberfest is happening this month. Mm-hmm, because Oktoberfest is actually in, in September. September. Yeah. Very confusing. We'll actually be talking about why Oktoberfest is mostly in September in the Munich episode. So do listen to that. We were back in Munich in May 
we were actually doing our press trip with URL and Munich was one of the destinations that we visited on our Barcelona to Bucharest trip. Yeah, so once again, we'll be talking about drinking beer. Giant, giant beers. Giant beers. Eating. Mm, hearty Bavarian food. Oh my goodness, so hearty. Yes, and tasty. <laughs> and as well as visiting the Cinderella Castle. Yes, the fairy tale castle, the one that the Disney castle is based on. Yeah. The actual real thing is there. And we got some fantastic photos of that. So they'll be on the show notes for episode 53, and we'll be talking about it next Monday, so don't miss it! Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's the end of the show. What does that mean? Travel homework! It is travel homework time. If you want to be a location-independent professional, your blog or business needs to start building some authority today. Yes, so all the links for what we've talked about in today's podcast are in our new and improved show notes. Mm -hmm. So grab your quick start checklist for free, get all the links, tools, tips, get everything set up with a pro blog in the shortest time possible. Yeah, go to travelfreedompodcast.com slash 052 to get your free PDF download and all those links. And of course, your discount for Bluehost. If you want to get hosting, then please do get a dollar off each month with our little link. Plus, it helps us out. Buy a beer in Bulgaria. Yeah, then you can buy a beer with that dollar. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> that checklist is also going to jump to some of the topics that we'll be talking about in future episodes as well. So you can get a little bit of a sneak peek on what's coming up in future stages. Yeah, if you want to sneak ahead, we don't mind. That's all right. The information will be in there. Get around. Um, you know, there's going to be more in-depth content coming in the podcast episodes, but the PDF that you can download will be still very useful for you. So travelfreedompodcast.com slash 052, and we will see you next week for Munich. Thanks for listening to the Travel Freedom Podcast. Show notes and resources for this episode are waiting for you at travelfreedompodcast.com. Join us again every Monday to learn how to supercharge your online income and travel like a prince on a pauper's budget. We are waiting for your comments and feedback, so tweet us at mytravelfreedom. Or email info at travelfreedompodcast.com. I'm Tomo. And I'm Megzi. Catch us again every Monday on the Travel Freedom Podcast. Bye for now. Bye. 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 Bye.